Hello and welcome to the Franchise Growth Pod, a podcast created by the team here at AC Inc. and your resource for all things mindset, franchisee performance, profitability, leadership, marketing, pretty much everything you need to know to get to your next stage of growth. We like to think of this podcast as friends chatting franchising on a rooftop patio over a glass of wine or maybe a whiskey. So if you love action steps, genuine conversations, and growing your business, settle in and let's talk franchise growth. Hello, and welcome back to the Franchise Growth Pod. This is Belle, Director of Marketing at AC Inc., and I'm back with Mr. Jordan Roberts. Welcome back to the pod, Jordan. Uh, thank you for having me. Sad Panda, it's been a minute. I was cheering. I was cheers in the background. Sorry, that was yeah, like I don't think the crowd was cheering. Sorry, you I'm not sure felt it. You probably felt the cheering. It's yeah, Christmas probably. cheering. Yes, and very much. That right. sweater is everything, by the way. Thank you very much. For anyone who is not watching on YouTube, who is just listening as a podcast, I am wearing a Santa hoodie. Um, it is covered in cute little Santas. Um, this was a, a $15 random purchase that uh, my partner brought home last week and i have been wearing it pretty much ever since um but i i mean it's nothing compared to jordan's usual holiday attire like you are obviously mm. still the winner but i thought i would try to match your energy a little bit <laughs> well first off you know you found your soulmate in life when he knows that a 15 dollar christmas sweater is the one for you and you're just with it. yeah uh, and secondly before you told me it was a sweater i thought you were wearing pajamas so <laughs> it looks really comfortable. <laughs> it is like a, it's a thin hoodie material, um, but it's good to know that you think it's pajamas. Maybe I <laughs> should mention that on calls that it's, it's. A <laughs> well, <laughs> when we got on our call earlier, I was like, oh, we're just phoning it in today, are we? Okay. <laughs> Belle is literally taking morning calls in pajamas. So that was not the mood. It is just a, a sweater that is festive that and i'm really trying to embrace the season right now really trying to get into it this month what about you are you a christmas guy are you big into the holidays i can be i mean my experience as a franchisee is in retail so a little bit of me dies every year around december excellent you know like it's it's hard um i you know where, where i'm at too like the the parking lot that i'm in it's uh, if you've heard of the if there was an antithesis to christmas cheer it takes place in that parking lot it's so it's easy to get lost uh get pulled away from it all but i try to family friends and all that so i don't think i have anything too big maybe go to the butchard gardens maybe go ice skating oh skating oh my gosh i just bought skates because now i live somewhere cold and i am so excited about it uh we went skating on an outdoor like it was a man-made rink so i haven't skated on a pond yet we haven't quite got to that point but i'm very excited about it but we went you are going to be very unexcited when it happens Uh, you know you you ever driven on a gravel road (laughs) you ever driven on a gravel road in a car that's not supposed to be on it yeah that's what skating on and that's what skating on a frozen river or lake is like well, it's, it's just having skates and you're, it's like the equivalent of a gravel road. That sounds very grinchy. So um, I'm not going to channel that energy into my skating experience, but thank you. You, you can already tell that the December retail fever is taking me. I'm already, I'm yes. already, I'm already well, taking the turn to negative town. This is actually a really good segue. Um, 
as we know, uh, I am the queen of Segway, women's pot on this podcast. Um, and that's a perfect segue for us for today. Um, I don't even think you were trying there, but we are going to be talking about your experience as a franchisee and your experience in marketing because you do have both. Um, so Jordan, um, in case any of you are brand new to the podcast, Jordan is our amazing community leader, um, sales PR. He does so, so many amazing things for this team, but you also are a, fran a local franchisee, um, of a pet brand and, um, have a huge background in marketing, SEO websites, all that kind of good stuff. Um, I, I want to talk specifically about marketing and specifically from your perspective of being a franchisee, because so many people talk to us about the challenge of getting franchisees doing local marketing in their community. It's like one of the biggest things we all struggle with as franchisors, as a home office team, as a CMO of a brand. Um, not all franchisees, obviously. And I think maybe you can even speak to that about how there are kind of different franchisees. Some of them thrive in that local marketing piece. Some of them need some more support or some of them just don't know how to. But let's maybe start with your background as a franchisee and how community marketing has kind of helped your business. Was it easy when you first started? Is it something that's grown over time? What's your kind of background in that area? Yeah, I like that. Um, and you're right. It is a bit different for every franchisee. Hmm. Um, I will say that the conversation about marketing your own store in this case never came up in the vetting process or the onboarding process. And I think I was doing marketing locally before I even really understood the value of it. Or even that it was it was like the impact it could have on my business. Yeah. Um, going down to local dog parks and just like giving away tennis balls and stuff with our logo that we had made. We didn't go through that office. I didn't know we could. So, it, it, I don't so, know. It was so it was so easy for me. You kind of were doing it before even it yeah. was as an expectation. Yeah, that just felt really. And I'm an extrovert, so like yeah. it's kind of my thing, but. I did, I, but at the same time, I would see people, you know, other in my brand in the same, same neck of the woods here, and they're not going anywhere mm. and they're not doing anything and they don't even know where to start. And I think the big thing that I've, and I've had so many calls and talks about this at conferences, um, is this the difference, the major difference I've seen is there are franchisees who see it as an investment and then there are franchisees to see it as an expense and if you see it as an expense you're just never gonna commit to it and you're never gonna or even try like even if you put it to you all you're gonna be doing is thinking about like man am i getting exact roi and i and i and i say i wish i wish my franchisor had kind of gone over that a little better and, I, and i've seen not necessarily a pattern but i've seen it in other systems where it's like the understanding of you need to be able to market this or even this is this is a big part of what it's going to be like to be part of this brand. We'll coach you through it. Like these are conversations that I think need to happen more. Incredible. So many key takeaways, even just in that sentence. I think the biggest one that's standing out from what you from your last point you just made was the foundational conversations about marketing as a local business. Because ultimately, like that's what we want our franchisees to do, right? We want them to be phenomenal, successful local business owners, right? And to have those conversations about what is included in that. <laughs> and part of that is going to be sponsoring local events, connecting with people in your community, talking to fellow business owners, um, asking for referrals from customers. Like there are so many pieces of that. And I totally agree. I think as a, as a Zor, as a home office team, as a CMO of a, a system, 
having those conversations, those initial ones about like, here's what that's going to mean is so game changing when it comes to someone going, what is my day to day going to look like running this business? No, totally. Um, I forgot to tell you, we, we speaking of local marketing, uh, we were in the Esquimalt, spoiler alert, uh, district of Victoria, um, Santa Parade. Oh my gosh, how did it go? It was unreal. Uh, my, my business partner brought his kids and all their friends and like had them in blow up like gingerbreads and snowmans and like all this other stuff. And Amazing. we just got a bunch of like giveaways and we were going around just like going up and I was like, I don't know how much of an impact that's going to get on my store, but I did run into quite a few customers. Oh, and that's really cool. It was kind of cool. It's, it was really cool because it's not exactly near where, the, where we are and where that parade was. wasn't really necessarily close, but it's just, and, and I found out, I was talking to head office, no one's done that before in this town. And we, there was, this brand was here long before I was here. Yeah, but that was a new, so, a new investment. And so this it was a new investment. Of, yeah. And it wasn't very, it was, it was a great investment. It was, it was cheap, but it just, it just shows you that there are, there's about 10 franchisees basically in my city and none of them have ever done it before. Some of them have been there 20 years before I've been there. Um, so it is just a matter of just understanding that this is part of what it takes to be a business owner. And just because you bought into a brand that has succeeded, there's no way that, that, that you're owed success because of that. Mm. That's a that's a great mindset tip as well in there. I want to go back to the the point you made about the seeing community marketing and being out in your local community. And we've been giving lots of, obviously, examples of that. Santa Parade honestly sounds phenomenal. I wish I was there. Um, <laughs> but, but let's go back to your point about the seeing it as an investment or as like a, a part of your success rather than seeing it as an expense or something annoying that you just have to, it's just like a have to do task. How do yeah. you think, so we've talked about the expectation setting and vetting, training, all of those pieces. What do you think about as a franchisee who has been in your system for a long time, right? And you talk to lots of franchisees um, in your daily calls and all of that as well. What do you think is some helpful tips for someone who is already in a system or a franchisee who is already in a system? They're not in that early stage where they're being informed about all this stuff. What are some things that a, a field coach or a franchisee support team member could kind of do if someone's starting to struggle a little bit with like, ideas of how to get in their community, actually just making the time to go do it or designating it to the right people. What are some things like a coach would be able to provide? Like I'm thinking of a mm. few ideas, but I'm curious from your perspective, as if you're already in a system, right? You're not deciding if you want to invest in it. You're already in one and you're struggling with that. What are some things that would support you or like help you in that? Well, I mean, I, I can speak to what worked for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, I think when I got my first franchise, I was 26. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really know too much about, other than going out there and being a bit of a Yahoo and going down to dog parks and, and literally talking to people, which is time consuming, right? And, you know, I was yeah. lucky enough to be able to, like, be young and wanting to work 30 hours a day. Yeah. Um, but that is not the case for every franchisee. And some of them are going to be so task-orientated on what they're doing within their work, especially in the beginning, that I would say, and I'm not sure if this is the answer look for but um joining the local chamber of commerce oh great one um and the reason is is that you just get put into this group of local business owners mm -hmm. and then it just it just very much organically happens 
And even if you can just pull yourself to a meeting there for once a month, because that's where they are. Yeah. Um, and you go around and you just meet a few people. I think I've got half the chamber of commerce shopping in my store now. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> I and, really and, like and, that, you know, it's, that low investment of time and it's in a calendar, right? It's something that, as you said, it's once a month, but it's in a calendar. You have to go to it. Um, so it's something that can be, if you are more task oriented and you're not, you know, wanting to spend every single moment of your weekend, yeah. parks are <laughs> the equivalent. <laughs> um, it's, that's a great tip actually. And as a coach being able to go, have you tried this? Have you looked into what your com uh, chamber of commerce looks like? Um, what yeah, would that work for your schedule? I, I think that's a great one. It's just, it's, especially if you're a coach, it is, I'm not saying it's the solution, but oh. it's definitely a suggestion where you can be like this they're kind of it's a layup mm -hmm. like go there you're going to meet people they even have people that will introduce you they're like there's people inside those chambers of commerce that'll be like how can we help your business be better so yeah. it's also a bit of a red flag they don't want to do that this is going to be a long uphill skate uh, uh but yeah. it, it's it, it's definitely i think it was the beginning it was one of the first things we did somebody came in and said hey we're from the chamber of commerce blah 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 and i looked at it i'd never heard of it and went on there and boom and and so now i've got you know, I've been doing it for 10 years, 10 years plus. And the relationships I've had from it are fruitful. That's how I found out about how easy it was to get involved with like the pride parade that we did mm -hmm. and the Santa parades. Because now that you're part of the community, everyone's just talking ways to be involved in their community. So it kind of ends up on your front door. Mm -hmm. I love as long that. As it, and that, that's just one avenue. You know, you can get, you can go all over the place and you can go to the better bureaus or businesses that they have, the BBB and stuff. But Chamber of Commerce was just kind of a way for it all to end up on your front doorstep when you don't have a lot of time. Totally. I think that's such a great takeaway. I also think that to look at it from the coach perspective, I think what you're also saying is so important when it comes to giving tangible action steps. So things that you can actually just go do today that would make a difference. So being, you know, the, that suggestion being the do you have a local chamber of commerce and are you a part of it yet? That's a pretty simple, actionable. Here's one thing you can do that's going to make a difference. It's once a month. You're going to make these connections. It's on your calendar. I love that. But even having really, really clear, not giving a list. I think that's what um, you know. people like myself who love a list are always like, we'll just put together a list of like 20 ideas. But sometimes it's really good to do what you're suggesting, which is if someone is kind of saying, oh, I'm struggling with kind of what to do next, or I'm, I'm struggling to get out there, or I'm starting to see, you know, not as many um, customers coming through the door and I'm doing all these other pieces and to say, well, what is like one tangible thing that can be taken this month or this week or before our next call together, right? And, and really just focusing on one thing at a time like that, I think can be really helpful when someone is maybe feeling overwhelmed with their schedule or has a million things that they're working on or is hiring some new team members or other things. Um, I think that's a, a really good um, tip as well from that same same initial suggestion. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know, the more I think about it too, especially from that field coach perspective, if you come back in a month and they haven't done it, hmm. Then, it, then you can get a little granular on like, okay, what steps can I do to get you there? Because like you said, it's tangible. There's, it's there. So it's like, is this, uh, can we work on the confidence? Are you not sure what to say? Like, so it is, it, it's, it is a bit of a, it's a, it's a benchmark. This is what we're trying to do. And if, if we can't get there, let's find a way to get you there. Um, and also then it's, you can also talk about, cause I know running a local business is no, no small task. Like it is. And, and, you know, obviously better than anyone, like it is, it's a journey, right. And there's always lots going on and sometimes there's fires to put out. And so being a local owner, like comes with so much. And so for a coach to also go like mindset wise, 
let's maybe analyze why a small step like this, like reaching out to your, you know, chamber of commerce, is it that we're not understanding the value of it, right? Is it that maybe we're not connecting those points? So then doing that of going, well, by doing what, what many other local business owners have done before and reaching out and joining something like that chamber of commerce, or as you said, I think there's lots of other um, small business, like collectives and stuff across different cities and towns um, everywhere. I know that um, Victoria also has like a downtown core collective of businesses that support each other. So there's Ooh. all kinds of things and there's all kinds of organizations that do that. Um, but even saying like, maybe we're not connecting the, the two pieces, like taking this action step is going towards this goal. And do we see the value in this goal? Yes. So then why is this not, you know, step not being taken? And sometimes doing it that way as well can really help with that buy-in of going, oh yeah, I do want to create more local connections. I do want to see more people coming in our store. I do want to be more active in our community. So here's how we do that, right? So I, I think, yeah, the, the tangible step and the benchmark of going, here's the thing we're going to measure if we can accomplish that by our next, our next meeting is a really, really good Thing to keep in mind it's, it's, fun. it's funny the, the more i think about it i'm like i'm trying to think of every relationship i've had where i've sponsored something or been introduced to somewhere where there an opportunity came up and if i actually follow the six degrees of kevin bacon i basically end up back at the chamber of commerce every time oh that's I so sponsored cool. the local baseball team i met that through this this and this i met this person who introduced me to them 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 and the local soccer team our, our major our sorry our canadian soccer league team we worked with them it's like I met that person out there and, you know, the, again, the Santa parades, the pride parades, like these are all stuff. I, I just look back. I'm like these, the inception of all these conversations mm -hmm. was in some way through the chamber of commerce. Yes. And I'm not saying it's the end all, but it, and Victoria is very unique in the way that it operates. Like it is very much a, it's, it's like once you're in and you've done it right. But if you're struggling with the concept of marketing, with parting from your hard-earned money finding the time it's about as organized as you can get yeah yeah totally you know i don't want to make this the chamber of commerce uh no, no. <laughs> I, I, really, I really do think it's more about it's more about the the um, mindset behind it of like having a tangible step that can be yeah. one focus for that month or that week or, or you know whatever your franchisee can kind of put on their plate for that moment. But it's more about having that one piece of a community marketing step that can be taken. And it could be something totally different. I know I've worked with different um, growing brands and they've had different action steps for their community marketing. Sometimes it's connect with three fellow business owners um, every week. So that could be through okay. it could be in person. It could be um, dropping by a, you know, a similar um, like I've, I've worked with gyms and, and studios and boutique fitness and all of that. And so some of that is like going to rec centers and kind of connecting with people there. And so sometimes it's as simple as like literally saying hi to three fellow local business owners every week. And just, that's all it is. Just make, just getting your name out there. So sometimes it's more of that kind of, you know, step. So I, I agree. It's not just about having that piece of one option. I totally hear you. But I think whatever the, whatever the step is that we want to kind of push as that first one doing that when people are feeling overwhelmed or maybe aren't getting out in their community a lot is definitely a really good strategy when it comes to how you can best support someone who's going through maybe a busy time or maybe hasn't, you know, been prioritizing that um, in the past while. Um, Jordan is nodding, everybody. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Yes. I'm nodding. <laughs> I, I think that this has been such an awesome conversation. I know we'll be talking lots more about community marketing um, in the coming year. Um, happy beginning of 2023, everybody. I know we're heading into it very soon. Um, 
but Jordan, I, I think we're going to, we're going to finish up. Is there anything else you want to, to say before we close out for the day? He's thinking everybody. I am thinking you, you could probably hear that because it sounds like two gears grinding together without oil. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it just, it all comes back to that. There's just look at it as an investment, yeah. not an expense. And it actually, especially in the beginning, if, if you're in a system and it's near the beginning of your journey in the franchise. Yeah. It's just, it's way easier just to look at that and don't, you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. there's lots of stuff that i i went out and did where i was like bummer maybe we should have a whole episode on um marketing mistakes I feel like people would enjoy that oh, right <laughs> um oh, well, man, i've got i've got some real misses for you <laughs> everyone get excited for that one um <laughs> well jordan thank you as always it's absolutely a pleasure to chat all things marketing and franchising with you oh, um it was a pleasure though and if anyone has not joined our amazing roundtable community yet, um, you can talk to Jordan and get your invite to our free roundtables. They run weekly um, for both emerging and established franchisors. You can get all of that information at angelacote.com slash roundtables. Um, and we also have professional development roundtables for both field coaches and marketing um people, marketing managers, CMOs, marketing directors. Um, So we have both of those also available every week. And you can also get all that information at the same page, angelacote.com slash roundtables. Okay, everyone. It'll be awesome.